Let's get it, man. So, yo, what up? It's the Why Nights Podcast. Your boy, Dane. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Haywood. Hope y'all can hear me. Yep. What's going, What's going down? It's your boy, Reese. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. We are back, man. Episode 38. How y'all doing, fellas? How everybody doing? Let's let's start with Haywood. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Uh, was, uh, I got a gig next week in Cali. Um, so that may affect my podcast. But anyway, yeah, I got something in Mountain View, California with Nokia. So we flying out. Kind of scared to be on the plane, obviously. But uh, the bag is right. Business is kind of picking up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to do that. And uh, yeah, man, life is good, man. Life is what you make. What up, man? What about you, Chad? What you up to, man? You already know. I'm always straight. Slow boogie over here, baby. What's up, man? Everything's good. I don't have one thing in particular to talk about. I have too many things in particular. So that's why I just say everything's good, because otherwise I'll be talking to y'all all day and y'all won't have nothing to say. What's up? 60 pounds, <laughs> 60 pounds lighter, looking slim and trim over there. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can share that with the with the world. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Boy, boy lost over 60 pounds. When people finally hear that shit, like 60 pounds, what the fuck? How is that even possible? I mean, it's possible. And I did that shit. And I got the results. To prove yeah, you get it. Definitely you know, did. Like it. So, so, there you have it. There you go. What's How up, you? Jeremy? How you doing, man? Oh, man. No, I'm good, man. Finally got my dog. So, you know, I'm new addition. Dog. New addition to the family. Yeah, yeah. She she been good too. So, I was about to say compared to the other dog. What's up? <laughs> compared to the other dog, she she she's oh, straight. Hell yeah. She about twenty times better than the other dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. What about man. you? Man, I've been doing good, man. I went to had a doctor's appointment this week. Got some good results. Feel good about that. Man, just staying on the journey, staying on my path, and trying to make it happen, man. I'm glad to be back with y'all for another episode, man. Show. Let's get into it, man. So this episode, tip of the week, Chad's gonna bring the tip of the week this week. And then this episode is going to be full of trending topics, man. We don't have a main topic because there's been so much stuff that's been going on in the world. We just want to flush it out, talk about it. So we're going to talk about Rayshard Brooks and have a discussion about that. The Dave Chappelle discussion. Uh, B. Simone and her comments on the nine to five men. Uh, Insecure's last episode got a little story about can I buy you a drink? Um, SpongeBob being gay now. Kyrie doesn't want the NBA to restart. And last but not least, <laughs> J. Cole's comments, um, or J. Cole's song, rather, that dropped yesterday. We're going to talk about that, too, as well. So without further ado, man, Chad, I'm going to kick hey. it over to you for the tip of the week. You got something, Haywood? Hey, you have to keep keep us on track. I didn't oh, know. yeah. Because uh, I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. What, what you, well, I guess you do you send me a text, but I want to make sure we equally giving everything its time. Yeah, I got the list of it. I put it. I put it on chat here too. All right, man. Chad, without further ado, man, you kick it out with the tip of the week, bro. All right, let's go. All right, so in lieu of everything that's happening right now, man, I just want to tell everybody to be yourself. Be yourself. Period. Be your goddamn self, and be true to yourself. Um, you guys know that I found my great aunt. My great aunt is eighty-one years old. And I've been spending some time with her. I've been talking to her over the phone and she's just been filling me in on how life was, you know, and how she's not afraid about what's going on right now because she's already seen shit like this before, you know. And during this time, 
I was sitting there watching TV and stuff with her, man. And um, she was just telling me that like, it's a lot of dishonesty going on in the world. And she's just saying that if a person is, it's easier. I wrote the goddamn quote down somewhere, bro. It's because I got to say it the way that she said it, man. But she, she, one thing I need to let y'all know, man, if y'all got y'all, y'all elders, they still involved in y'all life, y'all can actually reach them, man, do it. Do it, man, because they are a wealth of knowledge, bro. Especially in our times, like right now, man, dude, <clears throat> yo, 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 elders can hold you down in, in ways you wouldn't even imagine right now, man. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have no fear of what's going on. You'd be asking questions like me. I've been trying to ask as many questions as I can to find out what the hell is going on. So she said, tell the truth and you won't have to work so hard to, to remember a lie, right? So <clears throat> reason why I tell you guys, or like I just say, just straight up, man, be yourself because you don't have to work so hard to be something that you're not. And that's what a lot of shit is going on right now in society. A lot that's going around the mental illness stigma, man, is that we have to work so hard to be something that we're not, man. Like, you have to put on a facade for certain classes, and you really shouldn't have to do that, man. Like, you should be comfortable in the shoes that you're in. I don't have to impress anybody, and I don't have to live up to anybody else's expectations. If you start living your life that way, bro, things will get so much better for you. And I just spoke to somebody who actually could confirm all of this. They decided that enough was enough, you know, and to stop, it was time to stop living a lie. So that's basically what I got for that, man. Like you take from it what you get from it. Like start living your life according to the way you want to live it and not how anybody else wants you to. Because I know a lot of us are afraid that, oh man, I can't do this, I'm gonna lose my job. Oh, I can't do this, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna make ends meet if I don't have this or whatever, but trust me, all you need is an idea, man. That's it. Hey, what to tell you? Word, word. Yeah, man, that's always a lifelong thing, trying to find. I don't even know if it's finding yourself. It's really, I feel like it's more build yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's kind of like the sculptor, you know what I'm saying? Sculptor can add clay. He can chisel away. He can do what he needs to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you don't, if you're not an active participant in, in what you are, then, then somebody's gonna scope that, scope your life for you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And yeah. you don't want that. Yeah, definitely don't. Yeah, no, I can definitely concur, man. I spent a lot of time in my life trying to put on airs for other people and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, it turned out I wasn't happy with myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying trying to make everybody else happy. Led to a lot of stress that was unnecessary. Probably some of the reasons why I was having like blood pressure issues in the past yeah. and stuff before. Yes. So yeah, I remember I, had a, I, I, remember, I remember I had a, a student uh, at Del Valley. He's one of my favorite students, and I was so I was so he was one of my favorites because I felt like he had a lot of courage. He was a black dude who played was in the band. He was tall like a basketball player, but he didn't play basketball. He played band, yeah. and he just did everything that you wouldn't think like a black guy you know what I'm saying, stereotypically would do. And he was so comfortable in himself. Like, I really, like, dig, dig him. I actually got real close with his family. Um, but I always thought, like, man, like, uh, I felt like in my 20s, I was unlearning all the stuff that I learned in my teens. And in my 30s, I'm trying to, like, manifest what I really am. Because in the 20s, I was still kind of working with some of that stuff you was talking about, Chad, like, trying to or, ordain, trying to impress people. Uh, so we should question everything. Like, do I want this because society said I want it or do I want it because I really, really want it? 
you know, it's just really me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, shirts with no logos, you know, I don't even care. Like, my birthday, I was like, uh, I want to do something nice for somebody else. I actually sent somebody 50 on Cash App, my cousin. I didn't even tell him it was my birthday. It didn't matter, you know? It was just like, that's the kind of man I want to be, you know? That's what's up, man. Yeah. I can dig it. Already, man. Can y'all can hear me okay? Yeah. Cool, cool. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. So this Rayshard Brooks discussion, man, I know everybody has talked, heard about this, you know, um, over the past couple. And unfortunately, we lost another brother um, to the hand of brutality. And, you know, um, I personally had a discussion with a friend of mine that's a police officer. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I question is, of course, it looked a little bit different, you know, as far as the the whole uh, instance of what happened with this whole scenario. And, you know, I just wanted to know, you know, for, you know, peace of mind, like, is this a straightforward open and shut case? Is this going to be, you know, a, a murder conviction? And, you know, he outright said that, hey, this is probably going to be deemed a justified shooting. And, you know, and I hate to say it. I hate to be the person to actually come out. You know, I could kind of see that, too, at the same time. Um, you know, given that once they made the decision to, you know, arrest Rashad Brooks and him ensuing into a struggle from there, of course, at that point, when you start trying to fight the police officers, you actually get them down, you beat both of them up, you discharge one of their weapons, you take one of their weapons and then you discharge it at them too at the same time, even though you're running away, they're going to, I think they'll have a case in regards to saying that they were, you know, trying to preserve their own lives in the pursuit of, you know, killing Rashad Brooks. And that's, that's sad. I'm mad about it, but I just, I just hate being in that position right now. What y'all think, man? Uh, I, and it needs to be on loud. You can't shoot nobody on the back, like period. Like, you know, unless they got a gun and they running away, like let them go, let them go, come on back up. Or just like, you don't shoot people in the back. Don't shoot people in the back. Like, I I, I want to say when I was studying to get my open, like the license to carry, like that's that's something they cover in there. Like you can't you can't do that. So if we can't do that, why does the cop get to do that? You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't vibe with that. Um, and, and you're right, Dane. Like, you know, I won't be surprised on this one because he did fight back. You know, and it's unfortunate because I feel like they was grilling him, and it's obviously kind of he's intoxicated, and I feel like. I feel like the mindset when working with us is just like, how can I help this man? If that's the mindset, I just feel like that doesn't happen. What happened? I mean, the killing, you know what I mean? I feel like the mindset is I'm trying to figure out if he, if he fucked up, so I'm going to get him out of here. You know, I just feel like that's the, that's the mindset. And that totally frames everything that you want to do. Just like a teacher, you'd be like, I want to help this kid, or I think he's a bad kid. You know, your your, your responses to them will be totally different based on that. So I think, you, I think you're right, Dan. It's just, I don't expect much out of that one. I'm not gonna lie. Even yeah, and I, and I even, I even asked him too at the same time. I was like, you know, in, in this scenario, you know, <laughs> what, what, could they have, you know, walked him home? He said his house was like right there, you know, right across the street from the windows. Could they have walked him home or could they have just, you know, kind of let him go? Or if he ran away, you know, could they have, you know, picked him up at a later date? And he was, he was honest with me. And, and I kind of understand it too at the same time. It's like, you can't necessarily let him go. 
per se, because what if happened after he left, you know, you and you had him right there to apprehend him? What if he walked off and got into another fight or got into a car later and had an accident? Then, you know, of course, the city and the police department will be accused of negligence, you know, in that in that scenario. And then they will be in a whole nother scenario, you know, outside of the killing. And it was, I get it, you know, but at the same time, I know that we don't get that same grace. I know, you know, other it people. Having to white people. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't happen to white people, period. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, you know, that's the thing that kind of they throws you off, you know, because you've seen pictures, videos of, you know, white dudes doing all kind of crazy shit and wanting to still living. So... I wish he didn't run, man, but I wish, I feel like the whole time, like, he was drunk, just, like, get him out of there, man. He didn't want to drink and drive. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so sad, man, sad. And he got the he got the charge, but he ain't, I don't think, I don't think he's going to get convicted. I don't think. Yeah. He said it could have been a lot worse to say if they did let him go, and let's say he did make it home, then they're coming in there after he beat up those cops and, and took one of their weapons and discharged their weapon. They're coming in there with a different mindset. They're coming in with the mindset that, hey, this guy's a threat. He's already fought us. So we're coming in with guns out automatically to come apprehend this person, take him to jail. Now, one thing one thing about the murder conviction, I believe, is you're going to have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. So it is, it does kind of vary. Like, if you have a certain charge, that means you have to so support the evidence. So right. the only way I feel like maybe he can get convicted is if it's true, the rumor, they say he stood over him over his shoulder like and called him a name or some shit, maybe. But I don't even know if that'll fly. Like, um, But that's what that's what the rumor, that's what I've read on him. So I don't know if that's... Um, that may help their case to show maybe he had ill intent, you know, or, or he didn't want to, you know, uh, just subdue him. He wanted to end his life. Yeah, I think the only thing that's going to really, like, make it a case at the end of the day is that, you know, he was running away and they shot him in the back. He's not a threat at that point. Like, you, you should have called for backup. You shouldn't have, you know, discharged your weapon now. And, of course, they say, like, with the taser, once, you know, you discharge it once, you can't use it again, or at least allegedly that's what they're saying. But if you, you're shooting him back, he's 18 feet away from you. You shoot him in the back, there's no justification for that, man. It's just, it's, it's a bad place to be in, bro. Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. I, I hate, you know, another one of our brothers had to die, and it, it would have been great if they could have allowed him to, to you know, go home. But it, it, it just sucks, man. I wish he wouldn't have fought the cops. Um, and and my whole question is, weren't they saying that a taser could be deemed as a deadly force, though? Is, isn't that the whole discussion as of right now? I think so. Yeah, so that's not lethal weapon. What? Yeah, there's a is a person that died in Georgetown here, just north of Boston, recently. And, and, and I, I think that's going to be one of the reasons why that he's probably not going to get convicted. Um, unfortunately, I just wish he wouldn't have ran. I wish he wouldn't have fought the cops. I wish the cops would have let him go. Yeah, but unfortunately, he's a black man, and. You know, he doesn't get the same grace that, you know, our white counterparts get, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and the bad thing about it is the car was still running. He was in the drive-thru. If the car had been parked and, you know, keys weren't in the ignition and the car was running, he probably, they probably would have let him go. At least that's what the cop was telling me. They probably would have let him, you know, go. But since the car was running, when he actually came to the car and, and approached him, 
that that's a game changer for them. They automatically, they have to do something at the end of the day. They can't just, you know, let them walk, you know, so it's. He just didn't want to, he just didn't want to get arrested because he didn't want to go back to prison because he was on probation. Yeah, he had a warrant. I just found out he had a warrant too. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't know he had a warrant. Oh, okay. Found it out today. I don't know what it was for. His sister actually reported it to the New York Times. You got to be pristine to, to even make it out, you know what I mean? To, to, to even look right on paper and they going to dig and they going to find anything. So, and once they find anything, oh, well, he was on probation. He had a criminal record and then you fought him back too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm hoping we can get some legislation with our own like, these band, these holes, and shoot people in the back, bro. Like, no, like, no, don't shoot people in the back. Don't do that. But so, shoot in the back, nigga, shoot that nigga in the leg, nigga, shoot that nigga in the calf. Like, why don't I know? Like, they not trained like that, but why? Why can't you shoot me in the foot? Why can't you shoot below? And it's still dangerous because you can hit me yeah, in the leg, you can hit me in my ass. You can, you know what I'm saying? But like, black hey, man, tells no tales, bro. Period. Like, let's squash all this bullshit, bro. Straight the fuck up. Because he a fucking black man. Period. That's why he got shot in his fucking back. I haven't... Let me tell y'all something, bro. I know what you said, Chris. How the fuck you can do a podcast when you ain't watching this shit, bro? But I can't... I can't let this shit into my fucking spirit no more, bro. That's why the fuck I left in the first place after this goddamn George Floyd shit. The shit happened three days, bro, after I fucking made a video about a motherfucker getting ready to pull his gun out on me. You see what I'm saying? This shit is happening every fucking day. You can't even keep up with it. This shit happening right now as we speak, bro. I'm telling you. I don't give a fuck what this man did. He could have fucking beat the shit out of this man and called him a pussy while he was doing it. You don't shoot him in his fucking back. Had there been a fucking white man or a white woman, he would still be, or she would still be allowed today to tell how they whooped the, car, the cops' asses and they didn't do shit about it. Because I sit up there and I watch, bro. I watch. I don't give a fuck what people think they're seeing on TV, bro. It ain't us. It's not black people out there doing this shit, bro. Why the fuck? You mean tell me we out there riding us? I saw a white lady beat the shit out of a police officer and that motherfucker ran from her. I saw it with my own eyes. You see what I'm saying? Why the fuck didn't he shoot her? Oh, because she's a fucking white woman. Bro, these motherfuckers have entered the police force to do one thing only, exterminate us. They got motherfuckers up in there who doing good like our friends, who, people that we know. But I'm gonna tell you off top, bro, everybody who entered into the police force don't give a fuck about serving and protecting. They care about holding a weapon and using that bitch. That's fair. I met a guy while I was in the military. He's been in his position for over five years. Five years. I sat there and I watched this man say out of his mouth when a commanding officer asked him, why was he still at the regiment? Because he hadn't gone to ranger school said, why are you still here in the regiment? And he said, because I want to kill somebody, sir. Man. I'm not making this shit up, bro. So listen to what I'm saying. If that motherfucker ain't serving in the military, guess where he going to be at? Cop. A fucking cop. So I don't, I don't understand why he shouldn't be discharged at that point. I'm letting y'all know, bro. Y'all know this shit. It's what it is. We can't keep hiding this shit no more. I'm going to call it for what the fuck I called it. When I seen those two police officers that I took a picture of, I let the motherfuckers know. Y'all know how I talk. I talk to them just like how I'm talking to y'all right now. I let them know. And when I was done, the motherfuckers looked at me like sad puppies. 
because they knew they was fucking wrong. Why the fuck y'all, why aren't the cops out there protesting? Why they the ones ain't out there fucking? And I don't want to see nobody taking no fucking knees no more because they didn't already took that shit and it flipped the fucking narrative, bro. That shit is a sign for them now of keeping their fucking boots on our goddamn necks. So fuck that kneeling shit. I don't want to see nobody fucking kneel no more. Let them bitches come out there and kneel for the NFL if they want to. They could come out there and not salute the fact. How about they come out to that bitch and they had a back turn to that motherfucker? Do that shit. I think I think it's gonna be some new stuff. I don't want to divert to NFL, they but I feel, I feel like I feel like they're gonna do some difference. They don't know nothing else, bro. They don't know no fucking better. They don't even know why the fuck they taking a knee to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So fuck that shit, bro. Like, yeah. Well, I think, I mean, at the same time, we got to have the energy to make sure our message is focused too. You know, anything that we're going to do in regards to protesting, as long as we have some actionable items that we want to put on the table, I think that we're going to see a lot of change out there because right now you can't avoid it. There's too much going on, you know, for for anybody to avoid it. And I'm I'm actually shocked at this point that, you know, police officers will even be involved in a situation like this so soon after George Floyd. You know, I would, I would walk on eggshells. I mean, I, the end result, he got, uh, you know, charged with murder. Yeah, at the end of the, you got a little murder, though. That's yeah. what's crazy. Guess what? Somebody got to fall. But let me tell you something, bro. Do y'all know that all this motherfucker's police brethren showed up in solidarity for this motherfucker who was a convicted murder? And was like, nah, bro, nah, not one of our brothers. We got to stand and hold fucking hands and lock and do all this other stupid shit that they out there doing, bro. It fucking pisses me off. We're well, not convicted. I mean, it's not. It's not cut and dry, though. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's the thing. I think it's a totally different situation than George Floyd. Yeah, uh, totally, totally got- different, unfortunately. But, but this, I mean, it's the same outcome. Because I haven't, I, I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I heard what y'all said. I can piece it together. Yeah. The man off top, what I heard is, Got into altercation with the police. He threw hands. He was whooping their ass. They wasn't going to be able to beat him. After he beat their ass, tried to run and shot him in the back. The he disarmed him, though. He took their taser, and when he was running away, he shot the taser at them. Did he hit him? They, I don't know. I yeah, don't know I mean, he beat their ass both. I mean, he whooped them. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's something that you should talk about. You beat up two cops drunk. Was he like, was you shouldn't die. be on the police force. He was going to die, bro, regardless, because he beat up two cops. They ain't going to let that shit ride. He was yeah. he was going to die that day. So off top, hey, it's either him or me. It's either them motherfuckers or me at that point. This is like, this is like Queen and Slim. We already said that shit in Queen and Slim, man. Like, he didn't have to pick up that gun. But I'm going to tell you right now, that dude was already dead. As soon as he told that cop, can he hurry up, please? He was already dead. Shit, all right, let's move. Well, let's, um, let's keep it moving, man. So you know, kind of, you know, stay on task with the Dave Chappelle. He dropped a special a couple of days ago, man, and it was talking about all these instances with George Floyd and just, uh, you know, police brutality and being African-American in in society right now, man. Did y'all get a chance to check that out? Yeah, it was powerful. Yeah, I saw it. But I'll let y'all speak on it first, man, because I just got through talking. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad it wasn't, you know, essentially like a, a, a real life, you know, comedy special is more so a stream of consciousness. Dave Chappelle is, um, he's always been, you know, the lightning rod in our community to go out and put, you know, information out, information out that's palatable for everybody to kind of comprehend and take in 
And I think, you know, as, as sad as it is, you know, you don't want the celebrities to be the ones that actually have to disseminate a message that we want across. But a lot of times those are the ones that are, you know, getting the ears of, uh, you know, white people and everybody else in the world to understand where we're coming from. And I think that, you know, we need more streams of consciousness like Dave Chappelle out there to actually come out and speak out, stuff like this, man. It's heartbreaking. I was I was telling my friend uh, Rob before we jumped on the podcast, like, you know, I've been going back and forth with anger, hope, anger, hope, and, you know, trying to get a message out, you know, to the people and not really knowing how to do that and then getting frustrated with that message not being able to resonate with people. And, you know, when you have somebody that's actually making it click, you know what I'm saying? You're like, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. This is so I'm always trying to, you know, put those posts up as much as I can when I see you know, one of our quote unquote leaders in the community step out. I want to try to highlight those as much as possible. Yeah, you know, I think as I always say, it's up to everybody to run their own leg of the race. And everybody got a part, everybody got a platform or a family. So we just so happen to have a platform with us, but we also have, you know, family and things and whatever we can do. I respect anybody who does do something within their realm of power. Um, but you know what he said was so right. Like I wasn't checking for cele- I'm not. I'm not checking for for celebrities per se to go and give lip service. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, so when I saw Steph Curry protesting with the people, like that was enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need him to come out and I don't know. Like I didn't need him to say nothing because it's like it wouldn't have changed nothing if Steph Curry was like. But I appreciate him doing his part. He was like, Trump got to go. So everybody is doing their platform. Brian holding it down. Everybody just like doing something. I see I see all celebrities just kind of doing their part, man. I think we really living through some type of like history book shit, bro. 2020, for damn sure, we're going to be like, this is like a new, I don't know what they're going to call it. They're going to call it something. But uh, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens with this legislation. We'll see some shit really going to shake because this. It can be trendy, you know, and I don't. That's want what it. I don't want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's real easy for somebody to say Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, yo, that's not, that's not enough. It's not enough at all. You have to make sure that, you know, you're not unfairly benefiting your shit. Your shit is not unfairly unfairly benefiting white people. Yeah, because I, I can definitely see it getting co-opted out there, man. And nothing against you know the Black trans community, but we already see it. They're coming in and co-opting the whole message from Black Lives Matter to Black Trans Lives oh, Matter, man. stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, we got to stay focused on tasks. We got to stay focused on what, you know, is really going on out here with the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not a time for you to actually, you know, no intercept and do, you know There's what I'm saying? There's no need for that, bro. Like, all Black Lives Matter is all Black people. I don't have to say Black trans Black, LBGTQ, like, it's included under the umbrella. Yeah, exactly. You're part of the Black Lives Matter. Yes. And so by diverting that, we have to be real careful in this time of how we show up in public and how we don't deviate or water down the message. It's very important. And so everything we're doing right now from how we on public, like Stephen A and Stephen Jack, like, all that shit, like, yo, don't do nothing that divide us in public, period. That's how I feel. If you got a problem with a dude, call him, text him. I don't want to hear none of that shit. We got to be united front. And if you don't agree with him, you call him, you text him. 
Don't be doing none of that shit on TV. That's how I feel about it right now. Because it's so yeah. sensitive that it don't take nothing for us to, you know, uh, I saw on the, on, the, on, the, on the street, all lives, all Black Lives Matter with the, with the, with the uh, LGBTQ rainbow. And then I have seen an uptick in that type of, in that, in that direction since then. And it's like, it's not that we don't, we're not saying that's not important. It's just like, you're veering because then you're like, you're asking for different type of legislation. You're asking for different type of things. And I'm like, we got to focus our energy on one thing. You know what I mean? We got to try to hone in on this. So if we're talking about criminal justice and police reform and defunding police, and then you want to come in and bring up this other stuff. And I'm like, I get you, but that's, this is what we're talking about this right now, you know? So can we focus on this? Because this still affects you. How the police interact with you affects all black people. Whether you got a brother, you're black, you're a black male, or the black women be getting drugged by men, by, by, by police too. So it's like, let's just focus, man. So yeah, I feel that. Let's not water this shit down. Absolutely, man. And at this point right now, we need to start pushing the message and getting that legislation out there. You know, 100%. What we want, we- what's the asking point? And if we study history, we know that civil rights was watered down by women's suffrage movements and gay rights and a bunch of stuff that it's not a problem in itself, but it's a problem when you add on two things, you know what I mean? Instead of just keep things separate. So I believe there's a way to do it, but I think when you build on stuff, the original purpose kind of the trajectory of that changes and we have to be careful because uh, like you can fight for civil rights and civil rights can be like, you know, LGBTQ is under that. You know what I mean? Like it needs right. to be. So anyway. <sighs> getting them testing, oh, getting them DMs. Well, let's keep it moving, man. David Spell, we appreciate you for the special, man. It was powerful. We oh, love the message, bro. We me and Jeremy ain't even say shit. And y'all I'm glad I'm giving y'all opportunity. It got quiet. Y'all, y'all, y'all act like y'all didn't want nothing. Y'all act like y'all didn't want the smoke. You gotta <laughs> want the smoke. Y'all be talking a lot, so I gotta let y'all get all of y'all shit out there before I can even say anything, man, because I gotta let y'all talk. So, Dave yeah, Y'all go ahead and get off. Hold on. I'll be right back. Y'all go ahead and get off. Do what you gotta do. Dave Spell. Y'all know I love that guy. I talk about him all the fucking time. I literally watch his Netflix specials every single day. I'm not bullshitting. I watch them every day, bro. And I analyze them bitches, study them every day. That man is bigger than what we can imagine. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he's a comedian is what saves him. The reason why they was coming asking why Dave Chappelle ain't ain't said shit yet because Dave Chappelle always said something and he hadn't said anything yet. That's why. Like Dave Chappelle, if you go to look at his jokes, he will give you a black history moment. And then right after he does that, he gives you a joke because he has to throw you off the scent. If he just goes 100 percent black, black lives matter. It's a wrap for Dave Chappelle. You will never see him again. He will be gone. It's the reason why Dave Chappelle leaves the way that he does, bro. He know he know the game. So. Hats off to Dave Chappelle. Everything he said is fucking true. Candace Owens, you can kiss my motherfucking ass. Use a bitch. And I, if I saw, if I saw, if I saw Candace Owens today, I, my question for her would be, hey, when your husband call you a nigger, do you respond? That's, that would be my question for Candace Owens. Fuck her. Is that I don't white? Why you always got to try to vilify people. 
Like that man was fucking, they killed him, period. And now you want to say he's, he's not the leader. He's not the martyr. Fuck that. Y'all killed that dude. And to get on everything else about the, the LGBT and the fucking kids in cages, bro, off top, I am a black man. I cannot change the fact that I'm a black man. You are a gay man or one where the fuck you are with a choice. I can't go and change my fucking skin color and say, hey, I'm white. I'm still a fucking black man. I can't do any of that shit. We fighting for us right now. Get y'all bitch ass in line. Straight up. Let's stop, let's stop, let's stop playing these games, bro. Because if I'm a fucking black man that's gay, I still got to get my black man status right first, right? Right. Because guess what? I can be a gay black man, but once my gay rights are fulfilled, fuck you black niggas. I'm going back to my gay people. If you look at all these motherfuckers out there protesting, why the fuck they out there with goddamn gay pride shit on the Black Lives Matter movements? Matters no fucking sense to me, bro. I understand. You guys fucking matter just like us, but guess what? We're fucking people at the end of the day that do not get the same rights as other people. So why y'all gonna try to lump all shit in again with some other shit that other people are going through? We are a people. You are making a choice with your life. I did not choose to be a fucking black man. It's a privilege. Just like Sap said, it's a fucking privilege. And this privilege should be held to a fucking higher standard just like every other person. Period. Every other person. That's all it is. We're people. Them gay people are people. The people in them cages are people. Why, why we gotta be a certain class individual to get lumped into everything every time and become the fucking minority? Think about that shit. Yeah, now that you speak about that, man, one of the things that irritate the hell out of me, and I put it in our in our group chat is, and there's nothing against or, or me having a thought against like Native Americans, but jo they asked Joe Biden about reparations specifically for African Americans, and he said, "Well, I can't, I won't even think about reparations unless Native Americans are in, involved in that." Like, no, bro, that's who's that? Uh, Joe Biden, our president, Joe Biden. The, one, the next motherfucker y'all want to serve? Because I don't I don't think either 45, 45 or whoever the fuck 46 ain't gonna save us. I gotta get and I immediately I'm like, no, no, bro. This is no, that's not it. This is not the time. We're talking about African Americans right now. And I don't know the specifics about the Native Americans and the reparations they received at this point right now. But I know they received something. They got treaties, they got shit. They got shit yeah. way more than black people got. No, we need to atone for the African Americans right now at this point. You know what I mean? We don't want to. We don't want this to be co-opted, bro. We don't want the message to be lost. It's about African American issues at this point right now, and trying to make right for four hundred plus years of you know slavery and oppression, systemic oppression in our society. You got anything, Jeremy? My bet. Yeah, I thought the, I thought it was a good special. Uh, you know, Chappelle's always been a conscious brother. And he's, he's doing his part. Uh, and like Haywood hey, was saying, all the other celebrities, it seems like they're doing their part as well. And this, this is the time and opportunity for our message to get received now. And I, I think this is a time that we'll actually see some change. And we just need to continue on and stay focused. And uh, hopefully a, a change will come. Yeah, man. Hopefully. Let's keep it moving, man. So I don't know if you guys know anything about B. Simone, man. I just heard about this young lady this week. Um, but she definitely made some news. Are you following? Yeah. You, you follow that Insta? You follow? You be checking the Instagram, huh? Yeah, I'm big on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm active on Instagram, bro. I like Instagram. 
Uh, and it's it's more visual, so I'm a more you know a visual storyteller, so I I rocks with Instagram. Um, so yeah, uh, so pretty much what happened, man? B Simone, it was taken so out of context. But Jeremy, essentially, how she was like, I need me an entrepreneurial type nigga. She said, I need I don't nothing wrong with a nine to five type dude, but she like I need somebody to understand my lifestyle. I need somebody to understand why I'm texting at two in the morning. I need somebody who who got the hustle, who who can match, you know, who can who can who can be my equal in that regard. And she was very clear. She was like, I'm not hating on no nine to five dude, but it's about lifestyle, not money. She said that it's about lifestyle. Well, they spent that all the way wrong. Now I feel bad the way I was gonna rebuttal on this one. And she she said she was very clear. And it makes sense. Like, you know, uh if you if you an uh, artist you know, and you, you, she's a comedian. So she's doing night shows. She's on, she's doing, she's on tour. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's not a traditional lifestyle. So it would make sense for her to date somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't got to wake up. Well, you know, it's just different. I have a non-traditional schedule. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easier. But she got drugged. I mean, like, you hating on nine to five niggas and all this type of stuff. And I just feel like, it goes on to what we're going to say later on with J. Cole. Like, bro, we sensitive as fuck. We all got a pen. It's like, that's what you got out of that, bro? Like, come on, man. It, it sounds to me like it's just a preference. And, and, yes. And, and that's what she wants. But also, though, she, she, wants, she wants somebody with a flexible schedule. But, but nine to five, it, it just depends on what type of nine to five she's talking about. Because if you're talking about a nine to five, maybe a director or a VP, they might have the flexibility to be able to get up and go whenever they want. You know what I'm saying? So a VP? Oh yeah, man. They, they, they motherfuckers be working a lot too. Yeah, they be working, but they, they, but they can, they can pick up and go though. They can, they can pick up and go and work on their laptop any and everywhere though. So it it just depends on the the type of job, the nine to five job and stuff like that. But it's just, it's just a preference. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say no names, but I know, I know some high up execs. They use their company cars, get these little Italian suits and shit. You be watching them walk around in. So they, they doing it for real, for real out there. Like I think, I think it's also about somebody to match your energy. Like as an entrepreneur, like you eat what you kill, you know. And so somebody who's also doing that, and you see sometimes you're a mirror of just what you see. So if you see somebody getting up. At you know uh, six in the morning working out, doing and then getting ready for the day, you know that's gonna affect you. You know what I mean? Then somebody possibly not necessarily all the time going through the motions, getting a salary every time. Somebody like me, I may want. I want somebody with a nine to five because I don't want to be having the support that I'm all over the place with my shit. Like I need some stability. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want us both to be having the same problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me have, cause I, you know, cause that's how entrepreneur life is. You get a big bag, and then you got to go get another bag. You know, and sometimes it come like that, and sometimes you have some little dry spurts. I thought this was, I thought this was the same chick, cause I saw another video where this woman, she was saying that she came, essentially, she can't date a broke nigga. She was like, if a guy makes less money than her, then she's gonna treat him bad. She's gonna treat him like shit. And she expected she she said she expect the same if she get a if she get with a dude that makes a lot more money than her. Then I don't have no problem with that. I don't have no problem with that. Nah, I, don't know with that. I, <laughs> I can't roll with that one. I, mean, I don't have. Okay, I will put it like this. I'm, 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 I got a daughter now. Okay, 
I got a daughter now. Yeah. So all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is if a again, like Jeremy said, it's preference. If she want a dude who make more than her, and she's a hardworking person, and she's not looking for no dude to complete her and to lean on him, and that's her preference. That's in her right. Yeah. If she want to do who make more than her, she don't do shit. That's completely different to me. Because if she want a six figure nigga, who am I to say you wrong? Now, uh, you know, I've had somebody who she didn't say that's the girl from Dallas. Remember, I told y'all that I was like, she was like, I'm just not used to this lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I think she was talking about, and maybe that's what she's talking about. You know, but I didn't really, I wasn't really tripping on that, man, because I know my journey and I know that's me. But I, I, I think a woman should have some standards of, as a, I used to have, I, I'm not gonna date no girl who's brokey broke, and I know you, Jeremy, won't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Brokey broke, broke. Nah, man, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. You do have to have a certain amount. It's different for everybody, but we kind of do the same thing, don't we? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess <laughs> the way she delivered it, it was like she was essentially just shitting on the man that's on the come up. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's there's not, not a from that, bro. Be Simone? That's what you No, nah, not be, I don't see. I thought it was B Simone. It might not have been B Simone. Oh, it was nah, another nah, chick. Nah, nah, man. Another chick. Dude, she dated girls that made more than me uh multiple times. B Simone. I ain't, I ain't got uh, no problem with it. She's real pretty, man. She's a she's a she's one of the Instagram comedians. And so she her and uh, Jasmine Brown. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they like Instagram comedians. What's so dope is I've seen them move from making Instagram skits to getting actually doing comedy shows and getting on like Wilding Out and all that type of shit. So it's tight because they literally got it out the mud. They use their platform. They pretty girls and like just like it's a new wave of women rappers. It's a wave of women comedians, and that's dope because the shit they be saying in the comments, women be like, "Yes, bitch!" Like like yeah, like you know what I'm saying? They got a great following. So I, I fuck with I fuck with B Simone. And she, she got a book coming out that actually had a situation with plagiarism, but it was about manifesting yeah, your dreams, and that's a whole other topic, but she's trying to do right. You know, she's trying to, she she on her own creator dot shit, so I, I respect it, man. And I that ghostwriter to... wasn't ghostwriting for. Ghostwriter was copying and pasting some shit. What's that, Jack? I said, I heard that B. Simone shit on the radio. <clears throat> they had played it on uh, the Breakfast Club, and I heard her, and she's just going off, right? But like, how, where were you before you became who you are today? What does that matter? No, I'm talking about her. She had a nine to five. She said she had a nine to five. Yeah, so like, I get it. You want a man with a nine to five, right? That's taking care of his shit. Yada, no, yada. without, she don't want a man with a nine to five. <laughs> so, she prefers so, a woman entrepreneurial. She said, and she said, I don't care what he does. He can sell shirts. Yeah. He could be a, a rapper. He could, she said, I don't care what it is. I just want him to be entrepreneur. So he, she didn't say no income. That's cap though. You know that's cap. So real talk. So real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Hey, well, no, that's cap. She know you ain't gonna be with no nigga and sell no hey, shirt. Okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm be real. <laughs> we talking, we Come on, girl, she talking to a girl. She and she used to the Rich Carlton. She she riding in a Phantom. I'm not she, dating. Uh, she like yo. I'm about to go to Dubai. Uh, okay. on a on a PJ. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Like that's her lifestyle. If that's her lifestyle. 
then why I'm gonna be I'm gonna feel bad because that's not my lifestyle. Like I'm not there yet. But she know? but she can't use that though. Oh, that's all no. I'm saying. She can't use like <laughs> I, I I don't care if we sell t-shirts or sell pencils and shit. Like, no, that ain't what <laughs> it is. Is a keep it honey. You yeah. you want <laughs> you oh. want the shiny things, you want the diamonds and the glitz and the glam. So I check it think, out. I don't right? think so, dog. I don't think, I'm, a, I'm a fan of B. Simone, man. I don't think I don't think that's what not, she's saying, dog. I'm not a fan of B. Simone. I'm not a fan <laughs> of B. Simone. You don't know who B. Simone is. <laughs> I do know who B. Simone is. That motherfucker is not funny. The girl that's on Wild and Out, she's not funny. <laughs> B. Simone is funny. You, you think I'm bullshitting? Just go ask my wife because she don't think B. Simone funny either. It's a lot of people that don't, don't think B. Simone funny. The well, problem, there's a lot of people who that I don't overly think Dave Chappelle is funny. Oh, that's cool. Because guess what? Overly. But check, 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 check this out. That's your perspective. And my right. perspective on, and that, so B, B Simone's perspective is she wants a man with a nine to five selling t-shirts or whatever, right? She wants all that shit, right? She don't want a man with a nine to five. <laughs> she don't want a man, she want an entrepreneur is what yeah. she yeah. wants. Yes. So go get you. That's what she is. That's cool. So, so my thing is, so? <laughs> so that, that, that's what you really want? Go get it. Why you got to broadcast that shit so an so entrepreneur dude can come and find you? Because that's what it sounds like she's doing to me. She's yeah, pretty yeah. much putting herself out there to say, hey, man, I'm looking for an entrepreneur dude to come and live the exact same life I'm living. Tell me how this shit going to work out when neither one of y'all are seeing each other. And tell me how this shit going to work out when you said talking about, hey, I don't see my man. Next thing you know, you're on breakfast club. Then you work a nine to five and two nine to five people come home from traffic and don't see each other. But we sound sensitive as fuck right now. (laughs) 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 You sound so whack right now. We can that's her preference. That's what she wants. I like I like a girl with natural hair, with big booty, and she got to make a certain amount of income. That's what I like. You gonna tell me I'm whack for what I like, nigga? <laughs> I, I just so you just said we were whack. Talk about yourself, nigga. Tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm defending her. <laughs> I don't want none of that stuff you're talking about, bro. I'm good with what I got in the other room, and we straight, we rock it. You know what I'm saying? If she want a man that's an entrepreneur, have at it. I don't give a fuck. That's your life. I want what I got, and the thing is, I wouldn't care if she came in and she'd be like, Chad. Why you ain't got you a wife that does this or do that? Why do I need that? I got what I want. Otherwise, I'll be looking for that. I'm not shallow. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I was once broke, poor, living out of my car. So I know how it is. I know what the struggle is, bro. So I don't care about, I honestly don't even care about money. It is what it is. I got it. But I don't care about money. Because when you care about money, all you do is focus on how you can get it. You don't worry about living life. I will say this. I will say this. What if, okay, so y'all know, okay, say say five years from now, the come up is like doing documentaries, I'm doing everything that I want to do, right? I'm traveling, telling the stories I want. And then I meet a woman who just now started, quit her job, and she's like, I'm making a million now. And she's just now, just in a different stage of life. I think you do have to understand, like, you have to be willing to put that energy to help that person do that. And you may not want to do that. You may just you may just want to be like, I want them to come from the same humble upbringings. But if you get with that person, you will have to help them. And you may not want to do that. And I think that's OK. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, what? well, it just depends on how good she looks. If you if you date, if you date, if you date the up and coming rapper, if you date the up and coming rapper, and you gotta you gotta help, you yeah. got to. 
Yeah. So, and you so, may not want to. My man, I, I want to. You may not want to. Paul Damon, Paul Damon, Paul Damon. You, you may want to get future already, you know? Is this my wife? Huh? Is this my wife or my girlfriend? Yeah, just somebody you talking to. Like, just, that's what I'm saying. Like, just, okay. when you okay. try to... Am I, am I dating other chicks too? Because if this my if this my main chick, right? If this is my main chick and she's on a mission mm-hmm. and I'm already where I'm supposed to be in life or either I'm on my way of being where I need to be in life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna support her because I'm telling you right now, bro, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what, what I understand is and my purpose, remember I told you I'm walking in my purpose, bro. And I know that I'm already fulfilling that shit. The thing is, I'm with somebody that's trying to fulfill that. So now I got to take myself out of the way. Imagine if that person's trying to get her, her master's, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just working a nine to five trying to get a, a shoe, shoe line going. This, this motherfucker who's doing our master's is already there. She's in school. I need to support her more than worry about this venture that I got going on when I got my job. That's my stability. So okay, my- what about this? What if, what, if, what if you paid your dues, you feel like you sacrificed and you want to reap the benefits right now. Like yeah. you want a dude who's established because you already paid your dues and you want to fly to Central Pay yeah. and you want to build a family and you want to get a house right now. Maybe yeah. if this me, that's what she wanted. So yeah. that's okay. That's okay. If that's what you want right that's now, you want a dude who can do that right now, I feel yeah. like that's cool. I don't have no problem with that. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like that's her perspective. That's what she wants in a person. I don't want that. I don't want somebody who's going to fucking be working all the goddamn time to the point I can't see them. Bro, me and Andrea literally, literally with no fucking plan, hopped in a car and drove around the country, bro. It's COVID, though. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, screw that COVID. What I'm saying is, if that's what you want to do, that's the person you want to do it with, go get her. I don't want to be Simone. I don't care. I bring sure somebody do, and somebody that's an entrepreneur can go find her because she likes t-shirt business on the side and shoot my shot. Go ahead. <laughs> what you think, Jeremy? You think you okay? You okay with some standards? Some, where, where, where's the line? Where it's like, yeah, you know, standards when it comes to like what? Like, it's where? Where? At what point in time does it become shallow? At what point in time is it okay to be like, this is what I want? I I, I, honestly for me it's all about personality you know and if they got a cool personality and they fine as hell then we good you know what i'm saying okay did you smoke today nah man (laughs) don't do that shit (laughs) i let that shit go in 2020 you know what i'm saying so (laughs) yesterday (laughs) (laughs) reese i got some Reese, I got some. Yeah, we on Facebook Live. <laughs> hey, you better let them know. <laughs> All right, let's wow. keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, man. Y'all see the last episode of Insecure, man? Bro. Yeah. Watch this show. You didn't watch it? Nope. I'm about to go. Yeah, I'll talk about this kid. Hey, well, this, this affects you personally, actually, Haywood. Oh, it really does. <laughs> Matter of fact, they changed Lawrence's name into Chris Haywood for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I felt so bad. I, I knew it, though. I, I knew when, when he had to tell us something, I knew it. Bullshit, man. Tracy, uh, <laughs> Tracy already knew it. She called it. Like, when they first broke up, she said, she's going to come back pregnant. Watch. 
Hey, bro. Hey, so real talk, real talk. Since we not shallow or whatever, is that a deal breaker? If someone, what, if she had another kid, if, is, that, is that a deal breaker? If if, if she got pregnant while we on the break, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's deal break for what, me. What you mean? Yep, I, can't, I can't raise nobody else's kid. Well, <laughs> now take that back. I can raise somebody else's kid, but not so, like that though. <laughs> so like for the that, so bro. everybody that didn't watch the episode, spoiler alert for everybody that hadn't watched the last episode of Insecure. But um, Lawrence and Issa essentially got back together, episode seven and eight. And during the process of them getting back together, Lawrence met with his ex-girlfriend, Condola, who used to work with Issa. And Condola told Lawrence that she's actually pregnant with his child. And now he had to go back to Issa and tell her that, you know, his ex is now pregnant, even though they're in a relationship right now and they're building a new foundation. So... It's oh damn! That did happen to me. Oh shit! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. That was a big ass mistake. Oh yeah. god! Oh lord! That's what I'm saying. You personally affected by this one, man. Yeah, you should I, watch I it. Knocked up the side piece, and damn! And that was that was a wrap. Side piece. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's, I mean, so we're posing the question. I mean, is that a deal breaker for you? Like, if yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, that's a deal breaker, bro. That's a deal breaker. What's that, what's that baby? Look, I could have drug her through the mud. I could have, you know, just. But when that baby happened, it was over, man. It was over, man. It was a wrap for me. It's a wrap. Rightfully mm. so. Rightfully so. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's, I ain't raising no other nigga, baby. <laughs> I said <it's> okay. <laughs> if I met you, if I met you, you already had the baby, but I'm not raising hell no. Hell no. <laughs> fucking no. Jeremy, you you understand, but you don't like you you don't even need to have a kid to understand this is a no, but what all the shit me, Reese, and Dame did, and we know from the start, and it's not our kid because you was messing around when we was on break. Was they was on break or something or what? Yeah, it was on break, yeah. Yeah, they actually on, broke, yeah, they no, broke they up. No, they not on no break, they broke up. Yeah, they broke up. Years. They weren't even in a relationship, you know? Man, bro, I, I, I. So, so, catch it, so. Hey, you don't even need with to that be worried said, about a relationship at that point. You need to worry about that baby right now. So mm-hmm. full context with everything, no. So Issa actually cheated on Lawrence, like in the first season. And Lawrence left and got into a relationship with someone else. It don't matter, bro. Don't and then I know. I know. Hey. That's one of those situations you just need to wipe it clean, bro. You know what? <clears throat> okay, my turn. I don't feel the way none of y'all feel. And you wanna know why? Because I was fucked up before. You know what I'm saying? That could have easily happened to me. So you would raise you would raise the baby? You would stay with her? This is what I'm trying to tell you, bro. Because ultimately, that woman is still about to have a child. The woman that I love. To me, it don't matter, it's not my child, bro. Because that's some that's some real ignorant shit to me to say. Because there's a lot of women out there with kids from other men that somebody like you or Jeremy would have to fucking parent if y'all got involved with somebody who have a child already, right? So kind of how I feel, how I feel it. Like, I know y'all talk about how y'all would like to date something. Y'all would date somebody that had kids, right? But 
Yeah, who I don't, dude, I've, we've lived, we've lived life. And if that's the person that you feel like you need to be with, bro, that you love, a child is gonna really be a deal breaker. It's a child. Help take care of that child, the woman you love. I'm telling you, this is me from experience. This is experience talking, bro. Like I'm not gonna turn, I'm not gonna turn my back on Andrea if because we was broken up for almost a year. Anything could happen in that year. You remember that shit. And when she came back, everything was fine. We was we built our lives separately, like we were supposed to, because our lives together was fucked up. We had to have had that break the same way Issa and Lawrence had their break. They literally got their lives together when they were separate. So when they came back together, they can flourish. It just sucks that Lawrence got a kid coming now. It also sucks that that chick was friends with Issa. So it's going to be this big love triangle between all of them, Nathan and all of them and shit. But like, bottom line, bro, me, come, this coming from me. I don't yeah. care because you know who doing shit like that right now? A motherfucker named Russell Wilson. Play football, raising somebody else's kid, and guess what? He raised no infant. That's different, bro. He ain't raised no infant. He ain't raised no infant. So, so Jay, when you go out, when you go out in public, when you go out in public with her, becomes a toddler. That toddler still becomes an athlete. No, 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 no. Wait. Still becomes a teenager. Don't matter, bro. I love my woman, and I have to love what she produces. Love ain't enough. You know that. Love ain't enough. Love is not enough. When she's pregnant, and y'all go out in public, and they're like, "Oh, what are y'all having?" Oh well, she's having a boy. I'm just, I'm just here with her. That's your <laughs> <I'm saying? laughs> what you, what you do. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's coming from you. If not, why are you still with her? <laughs> a sentence. You shouldn't even say anything. Why are you even still with her? This. What like, you mean? Why am I still with her? Like you, she took a break, bro. Like I took a break. You know what I'm saying? Like they broke up. If I broke up with my chick and I went had sex with somebody else and she got pregnant and I told Andrea about it. And she was like, we can't do this. Okay, cool, that's on you. But I'm telling you how I feel because remember, perspective. And right now, we're only looking at one side of this shit. Like, well, I don't- I feel you, I agree with you. That's great, you're a great man. You way, way better man than me. Yeah, now I see both sides clearly. It's a no for me, but it's cool, man. Just let that baby get one, two. Maybe it's a consideration, but not. I'm not raising it from the from the womb. I ain't that dude, bro. I'm just not. I'm sorry, bro. I'm not. Shout out to you, Chad. You a better man than me. I just ain't gonna be able to do it. I may just be insecure, pun intended. I ain't gonna be able to do it. That show, pun intended. That's an awkward conversation in public, though. That's, that's awkward as hell. Yeah. Imagine. Can I life. <laughs> life, shit happens life, bro. All life. right, man. Rock. <laughs> Let's keep it moving, man. So let me put a scenario for you guys. I was listening to the Breakfast Club the other day, man. There was a crazy ass story. I text y'all about it um, right after I wanted to go live. It was so crazy. So let's say you in a bar, you kicking it. You see a nice young lady, man. You um, you know, you want to get to know her. You want to try to, you know, see how the night goes, possibly get a number at the end of the night. So you walk up to her at the bar. You're like, hey, you know, whatever you want, go ahead and just, you know, get that. And you step away for a second, you know what I'm saying? You might have got a phone call, you need to take the call. You come back, you get the tab from the bartender and they say $375. Because she had by herself a double shot of 1942 Don Julio. But she ain't only by herself a drink, she bought her other three friends that were with her 
drinks too. Mm-hmm. Double shots of Don Julio, nineteen forty-two. So she paying? She paying? <laughs> that's what so yeah. So that's the question. Are you gonna are you gonna go ahead and flip that bill, or are you gonna go ahead and tell her she got that? Fuck no. Well, do 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 they got my card on file? Nah, they got it. They don't have your card on file. Oh shit, this is rap. Ain't nowhere. Okay, I believe we all on the consensus with this shit. I would look at but that what if your card on file? Huh? I, I said, hell no. I'll talk to the bartender. I said, nah, take this shit off mine. Nah, there ain't no way I'm paying this. No way. And then if the bartender don't want to do it, I'll talk to the owner. I just leave. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy will talk to the owner. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I don't know who she thinks she is. But first of all, I'm going to be buying her a drink. Like, like, have y'all ever seen me out in public? If it's not like my girl, have y'all ever seen me buy a female a drink? I never seen you out with a girl before. What's up? I never seen you out in public with a girl before. I never seen two chicks, and we wasn't in a scenario where we had to buy you buy a drink. So I ain't really seen you out buy drinks with a girl. I don't buy. I don't buy. I don't buy girls drinks unless that's my girl. I've, I've had a girl. I, I try to shoot my shot and get a number, and she hit me with like. And you have the audacity to try to get my number and you ain't buy me a drink? Said, all right, bye. I just took off. I did. Yeah. Why you want yeah. me to buy you a drink? I just wanted to talk to you. Yeah, she exactly. Been, she been real thirsty messing with me. Like one of the things I would say, I was like, what you drinking? So I can yeah, prove exactly. or, or decline. Exactly. Oh, forty two. All right, cool. Have a nice night. Or oh, you drinking down? You you drinking Jose Cuervo? If I'm buying you a drink. Real talk. Y'all know what I do. Y'all know what I do when a woman asks me to buy them a drink. I ask them, "Can you buy me a drink?" And ten times out of ten, this didn't work. You asked them, "Why it didn't work?" Get you not know. Ten times out of ten, it's worked. Ten times out of ten, try it. But Deuce Bigelow over there. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm gonna tell y'all, fool. Let me me tell y'all this right now. If a woman walk up to you and asks you to buy her a drink, she's already interested in you. So if you ask her to buy you a drink and she says no, she's just going to walk away. She's not going to say no. She's going to buy you a drink because she's interested in you. Flip the script on her ass. I'm telling you, the shit works. I've done it I've done it a lot of times. I've, I've had the shit happen to me in Chicago with my wife there. She was, she was on the dance floor with her, sister, with her sister. I was with my brother-in-law. We was buying drinks. This lady walked up to me and said, hey, you want to buy me a drink? I said, no, I don't. She said, well, can I buy you a drink? And I said, no, you cannot. I said, because my wife is right over there. And she goes, well, your wife ain't over here right now, so why you can't accept the drink from me? Telling you, man, it works. What, and what Andrea do? I'm watching live right now, too. That, 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 can, that can vouch for it. Because uh, right off top, remember, these women, like B. Simone, want a man that's entrepreneurship, right? So that means that she wants somebody that's like her. So if I walk up to B. Simone and ask her to buy me a drink and she declined, bitch, ain't you making enough money to buy me and you a drink? Oh, wait a minute. Club? <laughs> 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 Let me tell you something. Y'all won't get mad at me calling y'all a bitch before somebody call y'all fat. So if y'all get mad at me calling y'all a bitch and not mad at somebody for calling y'all fat, something wrong with you. <laughs> that is crazy, man. That's crazy. Wow. Nah, yeah, she definitely been thirsty. The dude, but the dude, he, he pretty much he pulled out. The, he was like, "Hey, nah, she got that. I'm not paying for that." Walked off and left her with the bill. I, I said, "You damn right." 
That's crazy. The audacity, man. That that is that's crazy. That's straight up. Women like women like it's straight up and down. Look, if a man yeah, offer right. you a drink, yeah. don't take advantage of that kindness. That man is buying you a drink. It's not confused. He's not buying the whole team that you with or 10 women drinks. I don't care if it's only three dollars a piece. Like that's disrespectful, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That man buying you a drink. It ain't Mr. Shrew what you drinking and what your team so, drinking. I'm gonna say this. What you drinking. If I bought you down for, if I bought that, you think you ain't finna. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew where that was going. A dream cost two for coochie? You, you know how much that cost? Are you paying Man, for coochie? You paying for coochie? That's too much money. I'm, if I'm paying for one shot, of, of 1942. How much that cost? It was a double, double shot. Better levitate off her body. How much? Hell no, man. Ninety-three dollars a shot, man. No, ain't no way. Hey, the prostitutes only cost forty dollars. So that means I'm getting a double. She'd have been like this. I'd be like this. Give a night, and you'll get that double. Matter of fact. That's eighty dollars with thirteen left over. So I ask her, "What can I give for thirteen dollars?" <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, I ain't spending no more than ten on drink. There's more than ten dollars. You don't need that drink. Hey, I need to get a shot of McCormick's. That's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of people out there like that nigga Chad cheap. No, I'm just not buying you a drink. <laughs> with, with me, you got to earn a drink. I talk to you, if the conversation good, then I, I, I make you drink. Yeah, I, I haven't bought drinks for anybody either. Usually, if, if we got to be together for you to get a drink for me. Exactly. You know, my Dave. thing is, like, mm-hmm. if, if a girl try to get a drink, I'd be like, hey, you want to go to the next bar? You got to be my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 if I buy you, you my woman. I ain't playing. <laughs> And it's tripping out. It's like, yo, Demeter, won't you come play with my frog? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, man. Let's keep it moving, man. So, what's going on with Nickelodeon, man? Why is SpongeBob gay now, man? He wasn't already? He got that gap. He got that gap or something. Oh, man. (laughs) Stop playing. I don't know what the gap reference is, but uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, apparently he came out or something, which is like, oh, okay. I mean, why I is it necessary? Why is that necessary these days? Bro? I was like, everybody got to be included so much. I was in an adamant object, have a sexual preference. This is a sponge. Come on, bro, a sponge. So y'all mean to tell me y'all want to teach my child how to be a homosexual sponge? Okay, that's cool. I got it. I got this. I understand. I understand the movement. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, this something that's over my head. I'm sorry. I don't. Hey. I don't. I don't, don't want to talk to Remy about no sexuality. About Zero. Not she don't need to have that. So I don't want that. And, and what's crazy? She just got on SpongeBob like right now. And it's crazy because because I realized how long SpongeBob been on. Like he's been on like a long time. It ain't so it ain't current, it. but. When the original things came out, I didn't know like nine nine, y'all. Like, yeah, it did. It was we, was, we except Chad was still kid. <laughs> 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 I was senior, Chad was in high school. Chad was in high school. Yeah, you should have been you were you a freshman or sophomore. I was a high school senior when SpongeBob came out. 
And hey, now you. I'm a grown ass man. He just came out again. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I yeah, like that. I don't, don't want to sexualize. <laughs> Yo. I don't want to sexualize. I don't want the cartoons kissing. I mean, so I'm across the board. That's all fair. I don't want. I don't want hey. that. Fair. Not not saying that he is. Not saying they do that in the cartoon, but. It seems kind of unnecessary. Like it's trendy. It's hey, just like people want clout. I got something to say on this matter. It it it, it is necessary. You want to know why? Because SpongeBob isn't even a show for kids anyway. Just like every single Disney show that we watch is not for kids. It's for us. The animation is for the kids. Why the fuck are we going to watch a TV uh, a movie about a lion who kills his brother and then try to kill his damn nephew? Why are we watching a movie? Why are we watching a movie about a, a damn deer who gets shot by a hunter? You know what I'm saying? Like kids shouldn't be watching no shit like this. We should, bro. I remember going to watch Transformers in a the movie theater, me and my brother, and we were traumatized. I'm not bullshitting you. Because if y'all have ever watched Transformers, they shoot these fucking blue and red lasers at each other and they get hit. You know, oh, I've been hit. Fly away. You know what I'm saying? In the movies, them boys got shot and they died. I'm talking about they. Ironhide, bro. Ironhide got <laughs> obliterated. I'm talking about just shot him in the fucking head. I'm like, this is a cartoon. And then Optimus Prime gets shot in the side, bro. He just, just getting shot in the side. Ready, boy, when ready. Watching shit off, flying out and stuff, right? Boy, died. He died and turned gray. Why are we watching this? Why, why am I? The movie came out in 1986, bro. I'm six years old, seven years old watching this fucking movie, bro. Cartoons dying. That's what's happening, right? The cartoons aren't for kids they're for adults because who takes your kids to go see these movies y'all do i bet you when you went to go see frozen 2 damon i bet you enjoyed it more than your kids yeah it had a good message it had a good message in it. and these are kids i hate it bro. y'all know because they four and three years old i mean i don't like the singing all that singing and shit the singing is seductive fool i'm telling you that's what they do but but yeah, now nah, that I mean, you got a point because the Coco, like that movie Coco, is real good, like on Disney and stuff like that. It's got a good message in it. Mm-hmm. All these other Coco, <clears throat> yeah, we need cultural relevant movies like that for African Americans. I want to see something like that. One thing that uh, I don't know if y'all know, somebody made a point of this, and this is something I never noticed. Whenever there's a black lead in an animated movie, they're always like out of their body that don't stay in a black body. So like the Pixar soul or princess and the frog, like they don't stay in their body. They're somehow in a animated body, but like how Coco, the main character was a Hispanic young boy the whole time. So that's just something to look out for. Okay. Can we get some representation, but then can you like stay? So the abdominal, the, the little girl was an Asian girl. She was that. She didn't transform to nothing else. She didn't turn into a sheep or a llama or, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if it's a black person, kind of how, like, the spider, the latest Spider-Man, it was a black kid. That's it. He didn't do nothing extra. So when with the Pixar soul, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx turned into a blob or whatever, like, the little soul thing is, the whole movie. See what I'm saying? So yes, you got representation, but you gotta be seen as that on screen. So that's just something to be looking out for, y'all, with the animated movies. They don't think we noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's that's crazy, man. So let's keep it moving, man. So Kyrie doesn't want the NBA to restart, man. What do y'all think about that? I don't want it either. Why? 
because it's a distraction, it's gonna distract us from the whole movement that we had going on with the Black Lives Matter, bro. <clears throat> Do, I know y'all remember when the shit happened with, uh, who was it, Eric Gardner? He was the first person to get choked out, right? Yeah. I believe so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... We're not the first, but, you know, I know what you're saying. The one that we know about. The, the mainstream, one, mainstream. Yeah, the one that went mainstream. So, when he get choked out, you see LeBron come out there and give his speech. Everybody wearing the I Can't Breathe. He's going to do it again. He's going to come out there with an I Can't Breathe shirt part two on. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to speak their piece for the next week or so. But guess what? They're playing basketball. They can't be focused on shit that happens to us because it's going to affect their play on the court. Doesn't LeBron James turn off everything when he makes it to the playoffs? Right now, this is playoff basketball for them. They, they playing to win a championship. That shit starts whenever they start day one. LeBron ain't finna say nothing else about no goddamn Black Lives Matter, bro. I don't, I don't believe that. You quote me. Go ahead. I don't believe that. Okay, it's cool. I believe they, they will protest before. Taco Tuesday. They will uh, use their platform. Like, NBA is different. If anybody can speak up and not feel the effects of it, it's in, in the NBA. Yeah. I don't, but I don't blame them not wanting to play for COVID. I do. <clears throat> it really doesn't make sense for me as a them not to play in terms of for George Floyd. That don't necessarily make sense to me. And that just cousin goes into the fact that I've said before, I feel like we're not organized, but we don't know. If it's not directly affecting change, and bro, you could do you could do your job, bro. It's fine. Like you can play basketball, bro. Because you got a post game interview, you got a pre game interview, you got a warm up. You, what you wear is a statement. What you walk into the stadium, what's on your shirt is a statement. So there's many ways you and we don't need you to save the world, Kyrie. We just need you to do your part, and that can even be behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Just speaking up, using your voice, Kyrie. Is all I need. Any uh, season though. <laughs> That's the thing, though. It, it, it's silly because it's he wasn't playing. He yeah, wasn't he was playing play. regardless. Yeah, so not, it's easy for him to take oh, the stand because back. he's not playing. No. Oh, yeah. Him and Durant aren't even playing. So it's like, oh, well, shit, I'm, I'm just going to say that. I, I don't want it to start over. You know what I'm hey, saying? But guess what, though? They do, hey, this is, this is the narrative. They're trying to run at us. This is the narrative. Because remember, they always trying to build us up to go against Kyrie with his whole the earth is flat thing and then how he's not a good teammate, how he's been bouncing around different teams. Like, he's been in three teams in the last two years. Nah, that nigga so, crazy. The earth is not flat, man. Yeah. So, so I mean, <laughs> why they not why not talking about Dwight Howell who feel the same way? Well, 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 the whole thing about Kyrie, though, it's like, it's like, bro, you're not even playing. Like, shut up. So why? Like, why, so why? why? Listen to what you just said, Jeremy. Why are we talking about somebody who's not even directly? Oh, if them niggas don't play, them niggas don't get paid. That's what That's I think. And exactly. you nigga, if you not gonna go to work, mm -hmm. like don't tell me about my bag, bro. Yeah. Don't tell me about my fucking bag, bro. I'm yeah. about to go to, play to go to Cali, where it's worse, and I'm about to be in a fucking airplane because because mm -hmm. I got a family to feed. Like don't tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I think it. I think it would be a little bit more receiving if Kyrie came out and said, okay. We don't want to play, but here's our plans, and this is what we're gonna do in the, in lieu of us not playing. We're gonna get out there and march a protest, or we're gonna bring up some demands that we can give to the owners. And if you owners can't meet these demands, then we're not gonna play for you. He just came out and blanket said he didn't want to play anymore. And honestly, I feel like it's it's a little bit self-serving because he knows that this season's over with, and it's not it's not a good season for him. He can't play, and essentially, you know, the ones that are up there like he don't want. I don't know. It sounds like he don't want the the players that can't play to get the shine. You know what I'm saying? 
he wants to come back full force and, and which is weird because anybody who wins is gonna feel Does like anybody talk to him anyway. It's gonna feel yeah. like weird. It's gonna be like an asterisk. I mean, you yeah. have to, but you ain't gonna feel as proud, you know, uh, if you win the ship with it. I don't think you will. I mean, you're gonna celebrate, but bro, that's a long how long has it been? We was literally doing a podcast when the shit got suspended at Reese's house. Been yeah. about three or four months. It's been about three or four months, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, the thing is, though, I wonder how it's going to be if, if you have a lot of big-name athletes that, that don't come back. You know what I'm saying? So how how, how does that work? I think so you might have superstars on some teams. So I've been, I, haven't, I haven't been all the way up to speed on what's going on, but what players have said they're coming back and what players say they don't yeah. want to come back? If you're in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure you're coming back. Yeah. Like, I don't Everybody see in the playoffs coming back. Like, the only people who were talking about, like, like Dane Lillard, no, if you a big <clears> – <throat> Harden ain't feeling it. Harden said he wasn't feeling it. Uh, uh, who else? What, uh, Russell Westbrook said he ain't feeling it. Well, yeah, that same team. They're in the playoffs. Uh, there's that. There's been some some high profile athletes that, that said that they're not feeling this. But them niggas so, know they're not winning the championship, man. It's gonna be the Lake. Okay, bro. They had they can't they can't are not gonna get. Paid. Yeah, I can do that. That's what it is, bro. They, we can't do that, bro, because that don't make no sense. Just saying that they're not going to win the playoffs, they ain't going to play. No, these are two high-profile players that say they don't want to play, so let's take them up on that. Why don't y'all want to play? I, we don't need to talk about Kyrie. He's not even playing. I don't want to get COVID. Yeah, exactly. it's COVID. They don't yeah, get that's, COVID. That's understandable. If, that, if that's the reason, that's, the, that's understandable. Straight up. Yo, so I'm not playing. So, not, so, so the University of Texas. I'm not going to work. You, like, you see football right now got 10 cases. 10. UT. UT got 13. Right now. UT got 13. Oh, 13. 13. Damn, bro. The Cowboys, the Cowboys got COVID. The Texans got COVID. Everybody, I'm telling you, bro, it ain't going nowhere, man. I, Texas I, I, about to be bad, bro. Bro, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, before the Super Bowl? Um Tom Brady versus blah blah blah. And Tom, can you imagine the quarterback getting COVID and he got to sit out? Oh, that shit sucks. That would be the perfect fuck <laughs> 2020. Like, it's oh, so bad. There's, 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 there's no, I don't, I don't think there's any way they can be able to play this year. They ain't going to have no sports. Nah, hell nah. Not, people, the way this stuff is running rapid right now. If players going to get it, and then, like, they got a quarantine. But if if a player in a locker room gets it, at least six to ten are also going to have it. Exactly. So you're going to start your third string? Like, bro, how how is it going to be a football, bro? There's, there's, there's no way. And in the NCAA, they said that they're still going forward with the start date at the end of August. I'm like, come on, bro. There ain't, ain't no way y'all can. Hey, have y'all – so let me, let me ask y'all something, bro. Like, what does a day consist for y'all? Like, do y'all get out and move around and, like, move around the city and shit? Yeah, uh, I just go walking. The worst I do is go walking. So or drive have, or something like I that. Go to the gym. That's the worst thing. That's probably that's probably that's, a horrible thing for me that's to probably, do. That's probably well, depending on like how they take care of it, because like I didn't chill the fuck out. I'm like, bro, I go in the morning. If I go in the morning, that bitch is packed. I'm not staying because now they're not doing it the way they were. Like people ain't clean up after themselves no more. They just up in there just fucking doing whatever. I don't got time for that. <clears throat> but every high school I've been passing by, bro, they've been practicing. These boys been out there, straight up yeah, with coaches. Man. I passed up high school, well, not clean, but a shoemaker. Passed up shoemaker yesterday, and they was out there practicing. They back out there, bro. They in the gyms. They out there on the golf course. I saw them out there on the golf course yesterday. People out there, bro. You see these cases, bro? You see how these cases are spiking? Yes. They're hitting a thousand a day the last Mm -hmm. time I checked. No, no, no. Uh, Texas was uh, 
Texas was 3,100 yesterday. Uh, oh, it's crazy, bro. We up to, uh, the U.S. was up to 20, 26 yesterday, 26,000 new cases yesterday. Yeah, I'm staying in the house. Sure. <laughs> you ain't gotta go. So like, so my boss, my, my supervisor already told me. Um, last month he was like, yeah, we might be, we were gonna go back to work on June the 30th. Now we just got an email from the CEO that was talking about how all this stuff been spiking. I don't know when we're going back to work, bro. Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, nah, right. mine told me we don't have, uh, they don't have a reason for us to come back in the office. We're doing teams meeting anyway. And so if we went back in the office, we'd be doing the same thing. We'd just be at our uh, desk, so. And hard-headed, Dane. And hard-headed. That's what we said, like, when this first started. They, they opened their schools back up, supposed to be in August, bro. Oh, they think they are, but when them, when them teachers be like, uh, no, then And several teachers on my timeline be like, oh, so you think? <laughs> I ain't going. They're like, I ain't going. So what you gonna do when a teacher don't and don't want to show up? What you gonna do? Yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. be tough. You have a bunch of replacements, a whole bunch hey, of that's subs. That's hey, hard, bro. And they don't even have enough subs hired for that stuff. Oh, right. If you know about school, you know. Quality subs and no, hell no, bro. Uh, if it's how it is right now and the numbers went up and it's June, bro, and 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 teacher training, teachers go back first week of August ish. Come on, bro, like that's like six weeks away. I don't. Well, I mean, but uh, just to get back on on topic though, man, we uh, we gotta have something, man. We gotta have like some kind of sport or some shit. I gotta this one on one or something. Bro, I'm tired of looking at the same shit every day, man. It's ridiculous. Fix it. Do something new. <laughs> hey, did y'all watch golf this past weekend? We're doing some arts and crafts or something around this month. <laughs> yeah, nobody watched golf this past weekend. Yeah, about those sports right now, fool. That shit can never come back for me. I don't give a damn. Now, I'm going to start. I, I wish I would. I wish I did watch it, man. Watch I ain't even think about it. Golf? Hey, how about we just go play? No. That's shit, see? Now, let's go to the gun range. I'll go. I'll nah, go, I go to the gun range. I'm in the gym, shit. Let's go. I go to the gun range. Hey, let's go golfing, Jeremy. Get out there and shoot 18 holes. I'm going to shoot a fucking 119. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you shoot 119, that's good. Is it? <laughs> well, let me yeah, change it. You, for you, that'd be good. I don't know how to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's... All right, man, let's get to our last one, man. So we got J. Cole just dropped another yeah, one. <laughs> Uh, snow in the snow of the, in the bluff. What y'all think about that song, man? He caught a lot of backlash, man. Um, it looks like you know um, another artist by the name of No Name, you know, came out and attacked J Cole for basically um, uh, responding to him saying that you know he didn't, he doesn't, you know, necessarily like the tone that some of these activists are using in order to get him to the same level that they're at being woke stuff like that man so i don't know the the whole song for me was really self-deprecating so i don't understand how somebody could get offended that you know they were coming after uh he was coming after them at the end of the day but you know there's uh brighter minds than me out there what do y'all think about that song man i liked it i liked it a lot cole's one of my favorite artists um, I felt once I had to go back and see her original post was just like, if y'all didn't know, guys, the original post was just like, why celebrities ain't saying nothing, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, I kind of agree with 
with Dave Chappelle, it was like, I don't really care about what a celebrity is saying right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't looking for my celebrity to leave me right now. Like, I wasn't leading, I wasn't looking for that. But J. Cole was marching with the people. And so it was just like, bro, why? They say, why, why they you- say he was marching with the people after she attacked him, essentially him and Kendrick. Because her post was saying that a lot of these artists are, you know, their discographies are like essentially based on the social issues that we face as African-Americans, but we don't see them out there protesting with the people. And apparently he saw that and that's why he got out there in the field to protest the next day. I don't know, man. You, you, you're you doing a real slippery slope, bro. Like, how you yeah. talk somebody else out? I mean, you could do it, but... I don't know. I feel like he did. I feel like he's always been a champion of uh, for us. And I just feel like, hey, I, like it's not the time to be bashing people. Like I don't. Like what would it? What did it matter that J Cole went and protest? Like well, how did that change anything? Like yeah, good to see it, but it's just like, are you worried about the wrong fucking thing? Like I don't give a fuck what a celebrity was doing when the George Floyd shit was going Hold on. I'll be right back. Go, y'all keep going. What I do care about is would you use your craft when you do decide, but I couldn't I couldn't knock a, a rapper for not wanting to rap if with this George Floyd shit like Reese was like, nigga, I just want to leave. You know, when, when the corona shit happened, I didn't want to make no videos. It took me like, I didn't do a video, y'all, for like two months. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I get it how mm-hmm. you could just be like, I, I'm not with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with it right now. Uh, but why don't we hold our artists to standards like they Martin Luther King? Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. No, I think the um, one of the things that, that really stuck out, like in that song itself, is you know, J. Cole was saying that you know, don't hold me to the same standard as you just because I'm not understanding at a level that you're understanding, or I haven't read the books that you've read, or I'm not at a level of consciousness that you're at. I understand that you may be frustrated, and you're trying to teach me, but you have to like treat me like a child, like an infant that's trying to learn something brand new. And just because I'm not at your level, doesn't mean that I don't want to be at your level. It's like, don't put me down because I don't know what you know. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times, I I hate to say it, that's why like, I made that comment a couple of podcasts, well not a couple, it was a while back in regards to Amanda Seals. Like she's so like upfront and in your face and stuff like that. It's hard to like try to have a conversation with her because you feel like, damn, I don't want to upset her. She's going to start, you know, yelling at me or coming down my throat because, you know, you know, she's a black woman. She's conscious and she knows everything. And if I try to give her that same energy, then I'm going to look like I'm bashing a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because you may be that one person that can get them to take action. Right. And if you attack somebody, they may just, they're not going to vibe with it. As, As opposed to if you was like, hey, we need all our artists, entertainers to do what they can. That can resonate differently. So, you know, do do you do you? What do they say? Like, do you get them with the stick or do you get them with the honey? You know what I'm saying? How do you the carrot, or, carrot or the stick? Carrot yeah. or the stick. Or you know what I'm saying? Or something like yeah. So, how do you motivate people to do it? Um, and so, I, I feel like at the end of the day, I didn't want to be arguing. I didn't want to see nobody arguing about this shit, like because it's stupid. But I respect people having different opinions and they don't have to agree, honestly. And Cole came out, he was like, I stick by what I said. And I think what he said is interesting for all of us who are in the know to make sure we're not bashing people who are not. Right, exactly. Exactly. 
I think it was lame for Chance the Rapper to jump in and, you know what I'm saying, try to play mediator between the two. I don't really, I don't really like Chance the Rapper as an artist. Like, I don't see why he's so famous. He's very basic as a rapper. I, I don't, I don't get it. His music is not, I don't, I don't understand that one. I had a coloring book. I like the coloring book, but I mean, this stuff he done lately, I ain't really, I ain't really digging that stuff, man. But yeah, he, yeah, he jumped in and he was just like, you know, I think he changed. And bro, yeah. like you can't on. tell you can't tell a woman her tone is off. I'm like, bro, come on now, stop. Anybody even actually do that, man? You you came out and looked so emotional and so like so whack for that because yeah. you just start name calling. You know what I mean? And I don't, I doubt you call up J Cole to get how he felt about the situation. Right, exactly. Uh, or even gain understanding about the situation. You don't even know yeah. where he's coming from. Yeah, at the end of the day, artists supposed to spark a conversation. So, you know, Cole was able to address that and take accountability and be like, I need to do more. Like, what the fuck you want him to do? Like, damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great. Y'all got anything, Chad? Jeremy? Um, no song, man. No song. I mean, I mean listen to it. I mean, I've, I've listened to it. I listened to the song, bro, and like, I don't know, man. It's, it's Again, this whole show to me has been about perspective, bro. Like, Cole took it to heart what she said. He, like, she was di- talking directly to him. So being a man with, with the ego, he gets on a track and goes directly at her. It's unnecessary, bro, because right now, why y'all beefing? <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know what you've been out there doing, J. Cole. Like, why you got to tell us about what you've been doing? That's the whole point. People don't need to know every move you make, and you've been saying that all throughout your songs, all throughout your interviews. So why you want to get out there and, and post some shit about what you've been doing? I don't give a damn about what no celebrity been doing right now, bro, because ain't no celebrity going through what I'm going through in terms of not having the resource to move around when you want to. Ain't no celebrity feeling this shit, bro. They ain't going to say nothing. Why would they say anything? Terry Crews is. I don't need to hear from no somebody <laughs> right now for what? Who, Jeremy? Terry Crews is feeling it. Wrong side of But, Chad, you said, Chad, you said something that was, like, that was 100% right. It's like, why, what does this, this serve? What purpose does this serve towards the movie? You coming at J. Cole about, you know, what he said. Like, it doesn't, it, that doesn't do anything to help the movement. If anything, it's self-serving, in yeah. my in my opinion, so I, I didn't know anything about this um, this rapper named No Name. I, I mean, I'm gonna check her out now, but yeah. I'm on. on yeah. I think it served the purpose. That was the purpose, exactly. Just like Trump, just with like Trump with Juneteenth, served the purpose. Now everybody, now more people talking about it. No, no, I don't care what nobody say, bro. What nobody really talking about Juneteenth? How they supposed been talking about it? Now they really talking about it because he brought more light to it. Oh man, fuck this. We can't let Trump do no. They said he made it famous today. Well, he didn't make it famous, but he he did bring more attention towards it. To the white bro, I get invitations that Juneteenth. I had a shoot for Juneteenth before COVID every year. Like, yeah, we usually have family reunions on Juneteenth. Nigga ain't put no black people on COVID. I mean, on the on the Juneteenth. All right, I ain't never did. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. I've never done nothing in my entire life for Juneteenth. Should, bro. Yeah, bro. Make it a habit. You should make it a habit to take them to the to the festival because we don't have a lot of cultural. Cultural holidays, it's something easy you can take the babies to, teach them a lesson about what it's about, you know what I'm saying, and be around your people. Yeah. You know, 
you got to take advantage of those things. Yeah, hundred percent. And that, what you call it? I know my dad. He, they have a big Juneteenth celebration in Oklahoma. I've been to that with him, and most of the time we have our um, family reunions back in Pittsburgh around Juneteenth too. So that's big as far as a, a cultural thing, at least in Texas, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> Well, that's what's up, man. Well, y'all got anything y'all want to cap off with, man, before we jump out of here? Man, I can't even see y'all right now. Something happened to my damn uh, computer. <laughs> Can y'all see me? Yeah, we yeah, see. We see. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't see y'all. <sighs> no, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm thinking it's a wrap, man. I don't know. It don't matter. Anyway. What's up, man? I got to take me some allergy medicine again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm about to go holler at that boy Watts, man. That boy Watts up in Colleen, man. I'm going to go kick it with him real quick. All right. All right. What's up? What's up? Yeah, boys. Well, that's what's up, man. It's been another episode of the Why Not Us podcast. Y'all please keep liking and subscribing. Tell a friend to tell a friend and join our YNU podcast family on Facebook. We love y'all. Peace. 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 Go love somebody. <laughs>